This is going to be the NBN's Bridgerton Roundtable. We're going to talk about this just crazy show um, that tries to do a million things at once. Already getting into uh, my opinions. But uh, so, yeah, it was adapted based on a novel series by Julian Quinn, which is actually an eight book series. So there could be a lot of Bridgerton in our future. Uh, the show has been very hyped. Um, at least a lot of people are watching it, at very least. So I guess the first question to begin with is, does Bridgerton deserve the hype? And what are your thoughts on the show? I mean, I liked it. I think it kind of did deserve the hype. I feel like um, it kind of, I feel like a lot of the dramas are kind of, lately have been kind of teen dramas and not period pieces-ish. So I feel like, you know, it's kind of new. Um, it has its own, like, flavor and I think Shonda Rhimes is the producer, and I mean, I like all of her other shows, so I feel like um, she brings in a lot of the elements that I like about the other shows into Bridgerton, so I, I think the hype is deserved. Um, I would agree with that. I think, like, since Downton Abbey, we haven't kind of seen, like, as popular of a period drama, as far as I know, um, so it's kind of been, like, that next kind of with the modern twist of Downton Abbey, um, although I do think the first couple episodes were a little slow, I do think eventually as we got um, more in tune and um, more insight into the characters, I think it did eventually live up to the hype. The costumes are great and I feel like a lot of people watch period pieces for and like period dramas um, or like movies for the aesthetic and I get that. I get that completely but there was just like I don't think plot-wise it was as invigorating as Downton Abbey or anything that you might expect from a period piece. Like you go in and it's kind of, I feel like in any show you need to have someone you're really rooting for. And I just didn't see that here. Like I didn't personally didn't care much for Daphne at all. Like she just kind of, she didn't really know what she wanted. She just wanted to get married. And like, I'm not saying that that's not like gold, but like beyond that, she didn't have a personality. Like her personality was that she didn't like Simon from the get-go, unlike everyone else. So that makes her quirky and unique. And so <laughs> she should be the protagonist. And then even the other characters like, like Eloise, who uh, I think is very, 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 very gay. But I think, um, I don't know, her only, again, as much as I love her, her only personality was like, I hate everything that Daphne does and I want to be the opposite of her. And everyone else is just kind of like, nice. With Eloise, I feel like her kind of thing was like, very not like the other girls, which, um, you know, makes a little bit of sense because she did not like what a lot of the other girls were into. She wants her to get like her education or whatever. But it was just, it felt like uh, she did not like express that the right way. Kind of felt like she was like taking her anger out that should have maybe been on society in general, like on Daphne. Um, with what you said about Daphne, I feel like my biggest issue with her is she would constantly complain that um, the men in her life didn't trust her to make decisions and stuff, and which is great because like hashtag feminism, you know. But every time she had the opportunity to make a decision for herself, she kind of messed that up so <laughs> i have to say my opinion on the show was um eh, somewhat fun to watch but yeah i did not like the characters i just wasn't 
it was trying to do so many things. Like it was really trying to establish this whole world, like really a cinematic world with all the different characters having their own storylines. We go to their gambling place. They've got a boxing ring. Like uh, we go to their like orgy house. Like we're really going all over the place with tons of these different characters. I don't even know their names. And then they're held on by this like ultimate romance with Daphne, who is a little like, her motivations change slightly, but like, she just tries to get the Duke to impregnate her, I guess. I guess that's the, the vibe. When I was watching the show, um, I kept forgetting that it was called Bridgerton because I was like so confused by why it was called that. I really thought it should have been called like Lady Whistledown because that's kind of where like the concept started. Yeah. And <laughs> the only people we even like know about in the Bridgerton household is like truly like Daphne and her brother and even Eloise just like all she does is like go sit outside smoke be gay and yeah. I don't know if that's like much about her you know in the show's defense I think um like I know Becky mentioned this earlier but I think they're confirmed to be renewed for seven seasons or maybe it's not confirmed by seven the sense that that's wow is <laughs> it like one for your sibling there there's yeah eight through eight Wow. So apparently the show is each season revolves around one of the characters. So the next season is supposed to be about um, Anthony or Anthony. So I think that's why, like, I, I do feel like one of the show's flaws um, was the fact that there were so many characters. And obviously they're doing that to set up for, like, future seasons and the longevity of the show. But it did kind of come at a price where you feel like you don't really know a lot of the characters. I don't know if you can blame it on blame not liking the characters on that because some of them just have undesirable qualities but yeah I was gonna say like if anything like instead of focusing on so many different of the characters or so many of the different siblings like if anything maybe have the second sibling that's upcoming in the next season be like the second focus um besides Daphne rather than all of them because you don't really know the characters after this season as well as I guess the producers the writers were shooting for and at this point like I don't know which sibling I think maybe outside of Eloise and her kind of development in society, like which one I would be intrigued um, to see a whole season on. Obviously I'm gonna watch it because I've watched the first one and I just kind of want to see how it goes, but I don't think there's like specifically one I'm particularly excited for. And I think that might be like a shortfall that um, they didn't anticipate. So if each one's gonna correspond to a different sibling, does that mean like the two young kids, like they're gonna get their own seasons, like the little boy? See, I don't know the little boy's name. I know there's like a hyacinth in there, but I don't know the little boy's name. So like, I just like don't understand. Something that made me uncomfortable, like uh, Beg brought it up like two minutes ago, but like that whole scene, which was obviously a rape scene, but it yeah. isn't characterized as such. Like it was weird that, and I think the showrunners somewhere have uh, talked about that as like a moment of, Daphne being empowered, which is really uncomfortable because it's yeah. like, it was obviously not consensual. Yeah, I'm definitely not comfortable with the showrunners or whoever framing that as like empowerment because that's, yeah, that's just sexual assault. That's not, I don't know if it should be framed as something positive like empowerment. I, yeah, no, I don't like that at all. What do we then think of the main romance for this season? Uh, Daphne and the Duke. Uh, 
so we have many opinions because I felt uh, the relationship felt uh, like fell into a lot of romance cliches like you know the young virgin who's so naive and he needs to teach her literally everything like he's like masturbate try it out what were your thoughts i mean they're both very attractive actors and i liked looking at them period they're both attractive but i did sometimes feel uncomfortable because daphne looks like a 13 14 year old and he looks much older so sometimes i like kind of be like but I think the actress is like 25, so yeah. I guess. Yeah. For me, it wasn't even that she looked young. Um, I thought she looked like age appropriate, and as did he. But like the show, I know like the books probably set this up. But when you're adapting something, especially way after like the books were published, like you do have that freedom to make it more time appropriate and I feel like they didn't need to infantilize her so much and at the same time make her this like I'm capable of making my own decisions back off uh first like this like I believe like I have nothing and my the only thing that I have is like my face and my body and like all that but at the same time I'm I feel like she was very, very fake woke. Every single time that she brought up, like, you have so much because you're a man and I have nothing because I'm a woman. It just made me cringe so badly, especially because, like, they set it up to be as, like, um, a world where racism did exist at some point. And so for her, I'm pretty sure she said this to Simon as well, like the Duke at some point. And for her to say that to him, like, you have no idea what oppression means because I'm a woman, okay? It was just weird. She was just like extremely childlike and um, not at the same time. Like, you know, those 12 year olds who really want to um, be like, go to the mall by themselves like that. But that's going to be an outdated reference, like right now. The mall? Already. (laughs) Okay. Well, I am old then, I guess, but... Part of it is she is young, right? She's supposed to be, like, 15, I think. So she is still a teenager, but, um, you know, society dictates that it's time for her to go through her whole, like, the marriage season. So that kind of causes her to have to grow up in some ways, but she's still a 15-year-old. So I think maybe that's what the, um, like, discrepancy is. But mm-hmm. it was kind of confusing, and I definitely agree with the whole the comment she made to Simon about oppression just that didn't make sense to me that was very um that was a little white feminist of her but yeah yeah and I think like the romantic development overall like for me was very hard was very subtle or maybe hard to pick up on obviously like we mentioned it's 1813 so romance is developed or how they court is a lot different so it's a lot of them taking walks together just talking or dancing um but beyond that it was like hard like I just remember them dancing and then talking and they have they enjoy each other's company obviously and then I remember this one episode where he they're at the queen and he's like I burn for her or something or they tell each other that or something maybe not, not the queens and so I think that just that stark contrast between like their interactions and then that that whole scene was like jarring for me because I was like beyond, beyond like just them like looking at each other across the ballroom or like taking walks. I was like, I didn't see this coming as strongly as it did. 
one, yeah, one off that, one of the issues I also saw with their relationship, which it was kind of fun in a TV sort of way, but the way that all their their fights early on seemed to, and later on, pretty much just end with them having sex. Um, I feel like that's just kind of um, representative of the whole relationship. I feel like communication was obviously a huge issue for them, right? Like, he did not tell her about his whole vow to not have kids thing. Like, just in general, I guess she didn't feel comfortable enough to... Um, I feel like a lot of instances, Daphne did not feel comfortable enough to maybe say what she wanted to say because maybe her lack of experience, maybe she's younger, things like that. And then he all obviously has his own life and he's used to being like a lone wolf. So maybe that kind of fueled his lack of communication skills. But I think that the sex kind of, you know, symbolized that or was a byproduct of that. Yeah, honestly, it's just another one of those like cliches that you see in a lot of romantic shows or movies. It's just... The communication is not always there, but the physical aspect is always there. If there's going to be seven more seasons of this show about the the children, um, I'd say from this first season, what characters, we kind of discussed that there might not be a ton of standouts, but like what things are we interested in seeing or what would like bring us back to the show? I think, um, I think earlier I mentioned I wanted to see Eloise and kind of her development as she grows older and kind of see if her mindset changes or how she stands in society. But also I think I'd be curious to see Colin and Penelope's relationship, um, if there is eventually something there, um, especially now that we know, like not to put any spoilers, like of Penelope's other activities. Um, And so I think I'd be curious to see that and how their interaction and her second identity almost um, comes to be. So I'd be interested to see that. The only thing that will bring me back to the show is if Penelope and Eloise got together. That's the only thing that would bring me back because I think that um, Eloise is obviously not just like a straight, <laughs> I want, I want independence. She's obviously gay. That's like, we can tell, right? And then with Penelope, see, I think, okay, so that, you know, whole Shazam would like, I love Colin and I want him and Marina to break up because um, I, he's too young and all that. I don't think he, she liked Colin. She liked Marina. That's really obvious. Like it's compet. And the only reason she thinks she likes Colin is because like she was friends with Marina first and she was so invested in her relationship with this like, faraway soldier who didn't really exist but then when a real guy comes to take Marita away then she was like oh I think I would be interested in um Anthony or Benedict because I don't know um I don't know I kind of like Anthony as a character I don't know I feel like that might be a hot take but (laughs) um and then Benedict I actually got I I definitely think he's gay and I definitely thought when he went to the painter's house that they were going to make some moves so I would be interested to see how that would play out in this 1813 show. I agree with the the Benedict take. Um, going back to Eloise, I think the best like um, character comparison I have for that is like Joe from Little Woman. Um, I think like she like is very similar in a lot of aspects and a lot of their mindset. I think it's it is interesting because the the show kind of only as far as I could remember only had the one direct moment of like homosexual 
relationship, which was in the, like in the brothel very much behind closed doors. But I would be interested if they like, if the main characters, if they actually go that direction, I have no idea where the books go. So I'd assume it goes where the books do, but so far it has seemed very straight. Oh, I just got to get this off my chest too, though. Penelope, we can, we'll spoil it right now. Um, (laughs) Penelope. I tried so hard. Yeah. So this big buildup to Lady Whistledown, Lady Whistledown, all season, all about her, very gossip girl. And then like right at the end, final episode, we see in the carriage, Penelope. It's her, probably, probably, assumably. I don't know. I think it's really obvious. There are like four times, every single time that- I don't know for me it was it was very unexpected and I almost didn't like how they ended it on that because I thought it came out of nowhere but I'd be curious to see like what were the signs you guys saw for me as soon as she outed Marina as being pregnant when she was about to marry Colin then I was like okay it's definitely Penelope I was mostly surprised by the fact that they revealed it was her because I thought I don't know I was kind of putting this into the same frame as Gossip Girl where I was like okay they're gonna reveal it at the very very end so when they revealed I was her, I was like, already? I don't know, I guess I was kind of anticipating this being a long-running mystery throughout the series, and I kind of wonder if they're going to replace that mystery or kind of dish the whole lady, who is Lady Whistledown thing. But yeah, I feel like I kind of saw it coming. Uh, what about you, Tanisha? I mean, there was this scene where um, her and Eloise are talking, and Eloise is talking about how she really wants to just find out who it is. And like you can tell by like the way Penelope is behaving that she, it's something that she's not interested in because she pretends that she's more interested in like her problems, but she's also trying to steer the conversation away from that because she doesn't want her to find out. And then like, she also says that, why would it be, I don't know which one of them says, why would it be the servants? It has to be someone who has like an invitation to all of these and like has access to all of these private spaces and is also someone that has the time and that people are just kind of overlooking. And so I was like, yeah, it's obviously you then just say it. <laughs> I, I think it's an inter- like, I think it's interesting and I'm glad they didn't go the gossip girl route by let's like, let's just keep on building up to this moment because gossip girl, I was just watching yeah. a thing on that. They changed who gossip girl was a lot of times before landing yeah. on the result and it kind of, eh whimpered out a bit so it could be interesting to explore yeah, like what does it mean for her the actress who plays Penelope she's also in Dairy Girls and it, okay so the weird thing is that in Dairy Girls she's a lesbian and I love that show and she's a great character in that. like she plays a great character in that so I'm just like I don't care enough about the show to actually root for any of the characters. So I'm just rooting for the actors. So I love her. So I'm, <laughs> I was okay with everything that she did. I was like, go cause some damage and pop out. <laughs> Have some fun. Yeah. One interesting thing I did like about the um, the show that made it kind of unique was like the modern twi- or like the, the modern music with the classical orchestra or like um the accompaniments to the show I thought that was really unique um like I watched the show while I was like doing like busy work or something so I would like just be like kind of half listening half watching and then I would hear something that I recognized I was like oh that's really cool so I just thought that was um just like a nice like addition to the show oh that was funny that made me laugh yeah. a lot like every single time that was on I was like this is so insane that what how did they 
pitched that who sat in a room and <laughs> said to i don't know 15 other like really smart writers of the show <laughs> that my great idea is that we put like the music we use now like, like let's use bad guy by billy eilish let's have yeah. that played on a yeah. string quartet let's do it so the first like period piece ish thing i've watched so i thought that was interesting and um you know there's some flaws plot wise character development wise but i feel like it was entertainment entertaining i watched oh yeah i watched it in like one night so it was you know it was a good use of my time stayed up till 8 a.m solid um, yeah, I'm a huge fan of Downton Abbey. So like when I heard something like very similar yet kind of different came out, I was excited to watch it. Um, and obviously we've discussed it's not the same, not the same level. Um, and there are flaws to it. But I think um, compared to what's been put out um, similar, I think I enjoyed this a little more. It wasn't a bad use of my time, like you just said. I didn't binge it all in one night. Okay. I maybe took a week, but it was a good use of a couple hours once a day one thing I thought this show was kind of missing was like the wit or humor that I kind of found and enjoyed from Downton Abbey I like kind of wish they had that I think that's the way the show could improve is lean into sight there were some funny moments like what the the chick passed out from her corset in front of the queen wow. just like some like the you know little stuff like that if they leaned into kind of the goofiness of it all I feel like it was also like yeah. one of those like in every period show, you would have like someone passing out because they're wearing a corset or something. <laughs> even, like original humor. I was just watching. I was like, why is she like? Especially Daphne. She laughed at everything. I hated her so much. Like I was like, stop laughing. What is so funny? What is so funny? Explain it to me. I don't get it. And then I don't know. It just wasn't my show. Maybe I also like. This is something that uh, I forgot to say. But like, I was really thrown off by them first doing like a colorblind casting for uh, the show and then introducing like this really half-baked um, like racial hierarchy thing. Like they did not need to include that. I was just trying to have some good time and they, it was just unnecessary. They didn't even like explain it or like, and I feel like that's also part of like the whole white feminism of it all. like as if like one marriage, even if it's between like the king and someone, even if it's a royal marriage, as if that could end racism. Like, I mean, Harry and Meghan got married and the UK is still a shithole and uh, so is Canada. Wherever they go, it all just sucks. So I don't know, it was just kind of, I would rather they not have like mentioned that at all. It was, they didn't need to, it didn't add anything to the show. And so I was just like, eh. What? Yeah, I appreciated the like attempt at diversity, but it just felt so clumsily added in that um, it just gave me more like questions and confusion more than anything else. Well, it's been fun talking about this. Had some differing opinions, but I think ultimately yeah. landed on eh, it's a fun show in some ways, but season two through eight could be better. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully.